You're listening to Very Loose Women. Listeners, this is Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. I am Soila and this is Leo. Hello, Leo. Good evening. And um, in this episode, we are exploring each other's online personas from our first interactions on the internet to now. How we still choose to portray ourselves through pseudonyms and alter egos and the freedom and restrictions that brings. But first, um, our celebrations and frustrations of the week. Leo. No, Soila. <laughs> No, 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 no. You are starting this one. Okay. Well, okay. So I have, it's, I think the, my favorite celebration I've, I've given on Very Loose Women. So there's this Instagram account called Her Story Personals. And basically they put up um, queer adverts, but mostly queer um, women's um, adverts. Um, Basically kind of like looking for love kind of thing. And it's based on much older kind of queer love ads and you submit them to to the account and mine was posted and it was I wasn't I didn't think it would be posted so soon but it was can you read it do you want me to read it out I can read it I go go okay so this is my ad dreamy tattooed writer 23 tattooed by person of colour, enjoys wearing wide leg culottes, eating pasta and going to museums, works in radio, sleeps during sociable hours, in search of a lover who is fiercely passionate, up for jokes and down to fuck the patriarchy. Benefits includes deliciously made dinners and a witty partner in crime. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. (laughs) That was my little ad. And then... um, in response, I'm ast- I'm completely astounded by the response I've had. I've seen Soyla's phone um, since this has happened, and this is like a week almost after it was posted. No, it was a couple days, of days. A couple of days, but her phone is still, like, she's still getting notifications My phone is still going. It's, I feel semi-famous. Um, she's got dates lined up for the I've next year. I've got dates lined up. I've had... <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but I've had just... Follower, my follower count has increased. I'd say maybe a hundred percent in the last two days, which I've been hanging on like the three hundred and fifty mark for, I don't know, two years maybe, mm. and then it's just shot up. Um, I've and had they're some all queer women. It's they're like the all best queer women. They're followers. It's they are just wonderful, wonderful messages I'm being sent. Um, and then, um, like as someone who has tried to do the queer dating thing using um, apps, just in person in in general it's been I found it really difficult and then mm. this was just it's been crazy like it's my most successful stint ever it's really impressive and very interesting people are messaging you yeah. and by interesting I also do mean hot so <laughs> just to be clear but yeah and that's completely it's made my entire week it's just been it, it's just I can't explain and express how 
wonderful um, I've felt about it. What's been your best or most self-esteem boosting message that you've received oh. from a stranger? Um, I think, I don't know. It's it's difficult to, to, to pinpoint it because I've had people from, a person from Sydney message, um, from America, who wanted to be a pen pal. He wanted to start writing to me like oh, a pen pal. You're going to do it? Um, I think, uh, maybe. You know I what? I think you should. Um, I've sold Very Loose Women a lot. Um so hopefully. So if you've come to this show through Soyla and her stories, personals, then thanks for tuning in. Yes, yes, and and send me more messages. I I love receiving the messages and replying to them. My celebration. It's more of a frustration. Uh, it's also relevant to tonight's show. Um, but people talk a lot about scrolling addiction. You know, when you're on your Facebook and you just go through, or you're in the Instagram, you just you just look at constant things, just input, input, input like that. And I've taken time off a few weeks off work to focus on all of my little pro- like projects that I do and and diversify my practices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that a lot of my time has gone into this and I just really want it to stop. So any tips, please let me know. Time into? Into scrolling through all of these pages that don't mean anything to me. Like on Twitter and... yeah. Yeah, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all of these things. And it just, notification, noti- and WhatsApp is one of the worst, actually, because it's just like, this is someone you know trying to contact you and you have to write back now. And I'm really bad at pacing that. One thing you can do is actually mute. Your- I do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they're all, I've turned off notifications on my phone, but it just means that I check them all the time to see if I've got them. Um, One thing I did read a couple of, oh, I can't remember what it was in, Um, but they were talking. We don't source on this phone. On we, this we, show, don't, so we don't source. That's fine. <laughs> um, but it was about turning your, the kind of the screen display on your phone into grayscale. If you turn your um notification your your display into to grayscale then you're less inclined to pick it up i'm going to do that thanks for the tip no, what, thank you swear there we go um so let's dive into the internet and our relationship with it i feel like we've we've dipped in already. we've dipped our toes in um instagram and scrolling and and notifications um now uh, there's a few years between myself and Leo, <laughs> but I think I think I speak for both of us when I say that we grew up without the influence of the internet in our everyday lives. Yes, I'm older than you, not younger. <laughs> just to be clear on just that. Saying, <laughs> just saying. Um, now I just can't. I literally cannot get off the internet. I yeah. cannot get off my phone. Um, I spend most of my time on Twitter and YouTube mainly, um, and I don't add much to either platform mm. but I consume a lot of the information I'm just there sitting platforms. and watching yeah, everyone yeah it's basically what actually there are whatsapp groups where I just read it and then eventually <laughs> get ejected I've actually had people in the group say so are you gonna just <laughs> say something that's or... me too we're the journalists that's <laughs> why are, I observe yeah but don't add um do you remember your first dive into the world of the internet, Leo? I do. It was more of a dip because I'm uh, I'm an early, you know, I'm 30 is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, yeah, year five, I was in internet club, quote unquote, um, in my British boarding year, school. Year five is age nine, eight to nine. Younger, younger. Yeah, yeah, eight to yeah. nine. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, I went up to the IT room after school and uh, I actually only went once, but I got to look at things on this Acorn computer. So... Um, the IT guy was the husband of one of the matrons and he came over. I was the only person in the IT room for internet club, <laughs> just to be clear. Um, he came up and he loaded a browser 
And he said, now you can look anything up. And he typed in the local stables. And I wasn't remotely interested in horses at the time or now. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got to see the opening hours of the local stables. And I never went back. I never went to Internet Club again. But I think my parents, who am I kidding? They don't even care about the Internet now. Actually, my mom does. She likes it. That was a tangent. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is I kind of just preferred Lemmings and Pac-Man and all of that because stuff happened. You didn't have to wait seven hours for it to load. Mm. (laughs) Like there wasn't anything, there wasn't much on the internet at the beginning of the internet. No. There wasn't like, this was what, this was like 1996, 90, yeah, 95, 96. Wow, okay. Go away. (laughs) Go away. Um, There just wasn't, (laughs) there wasn't a lot on there. People didn't like make web pages. I think Space Jam was about 99. Space Jam was like one of the most interactive Mm. of its time. And I remember it coming out. Mm. Um, That was actually, that was, yeah, that was around then actually, 97. Um, There were like stickers for Space Jam and they were like, you can go to the website and look at uh, the the MP4s. And there were like (laughs) these little videos where you had to click play and and you'd see like the little, they'd be pop-ups or something, or I don't know. It just looked very retro. And I think they've still left that Space Jam website up. But anyway, just to say, I'm old. Um, And then at the time, then I moved to France after that, and um, we had a a joint, like, duel at the same time, Minitel, which is, uh, it's not French internet, crucially. It's through dial-up, and it's like a directory, and then there were also weird things like games, or you could look up, it was like, the French version of the internet, but it actually mm-hmm. diverted a lot of the internet funding. My stepdad is uh, an internet researcher who oh, okay. has some funding diverted because of this, apparently. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's like a rival to the internet that was very heavily funded by the French government. So internet took a long time to get to France. It was, <laughs> it was very delayed. Um, and then, so we did get AOL around the same time. And yeah, it would be like... <laughs> Um, and you'd have to do that every time you wanted to go on Babelfish, which, if you don't know, it's the old school Google Translate, but just made less sense. Uh, yeah, so that was about it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, such a great story. I can't remember the first time I used the internet, but, like, um, the the IT class at school, it was one IT, and it was year six, so I was about ten years old, and it was just these are computers and it's a very air-conditioned room mm-hmm. and it was like new mm-hmm. and I just thought and you only got you know your hour and I only spent one hour in this room and it was just kind of like okay so we're actually going to be doing like an educational game and it was like okay you could do this offline like, I, I was know, in Casa the whole time but this is the thing I think I cannot remember the distinction between playing the offline game That's it. Yeah. and the internet Disney game right. where you had to pretend like stack sandwiches. Well, in my day, they were just slower. So um, there was this great game uh, inbuilt onto the school computers when I was in the UK. It was like a black background with green text. So like that's how retro it was. <laughs> and you could talk to an Egyptian. And so I'd say like, hi, what's your name? And he'd be like, my name is Ptolemies. Obviously, I don't know if that's his name. And he'd be like, how are you, Ptolemies? And then he'd be like... I've had a nice day. I was just walking in the market and I bought an amphora or something. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) It was so much fun. Um, Okay, but well... My first friend. (laughs) Your first friend. Well, do you have internet friends now, Leo, would you say? What do you mean? I have friends' friends. No, I mean, I'm trying to transition into the next segment of the show. (laughs) I see. (laughs) You're not helping me. (laughs) Um, Basically, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, 
you have friends that you've met on the internet through a persona that you've right. put on. Right, very smoothly done. <laughs> yeah, so on my internet personas, it's a very complex web. Um, but before I get to that, I'll just say that in the days of MSN, which is everyone who is a teenage, who was a teenager who's 30 now was on MSN except for apparently me. Um, I was on MSN. Yeah, no, I, I, I was... I had an MSN account, but just no friends to talk My to. My account was called Purple Fringe One One Seven. Nice. Mine was Puffity, the name of my toy, which perhaps explains a the no friends and two the no one to talk to. Um, uh, so yeah, so so Puffity was actually the beginning of my online persona. I thought on the internet, I am <laughs> the teddy I had when I was a child, yeah. uh, which is for those interested, a rouset across between a, a rabbit and a mouse, and it's about the size of my hand. Um, oh, that's the toy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not me. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was on MSN as Puffity and then Bebo, where I put all of my French poetry, even though I was only friends with English people. And then that was that was around 16, 17. And then MySpace is when I transitioned a bit. I was never on MySpace. I was really big into, like, coding MySpace, mm. like, making the different backgrounds and stuff like that. Um, and so... I was on MySpace initially as Puffity, but then I did this overhaul where it all went rainbow covered and I became Puddle Maker's Yachting Hill Club. And I thought, <laughs> thought it was the coolest thing ever. But then all of my songs would be under the name Puffity mm. um, or sometimes Leo plus Lily. So that was the song sort okay. of production company. Um, but then the videos would be under Puffity. So the videos like Fluffy the Dust Bunny, um, <laughs> just like, <laughs> Uh, chicken Farm, all of those classics that I did, they were all under the name of Puffity. And then from there, I, I then transitioned to more this sort of ecosystem that is currently ex- in place through WordPresses. Yeah. Um, so uh, Polly McDoodle is my drawing, currently my drawing persona. Um, then I have Radio Activisms, where I write about documenting activism, the films I make around activism, and then any thoughts I have around activism and self-improvement in the sense of the society at large. Mm. And then I have um, Get the Idea, which is another of my online personas. And You have quite a few. And then Cheese and Chalk, which is my current um, sort of music slash yes, video person. Yes, and that's, that's the, the Cheese and Chalk is what I listen to. I yeah, think yeah. it's great. Oh, thanks I love so much. It. That's my SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy you like it. it well, n- thanks to that, I think, partially, I've found people to play with. Uh, <laughs> that sounded more dodgy. I recently took up drumming and people want to drum with me now. Even, even though all of that is electronic music and it doesn't show my drumming at all. Anyway. But no, it's I like I like that you have so many different personas for these different aspects of things that you're interested in. Thanks. Yeah, no, I enjoy it too. I think it helps me create. Mm. I think if I was writing under my full name... Mm. Uh, it's too tied to, say, my journalism. Yeah, I think that's the problem. So I, I write a lot of poetry as well, and I always found it difficult to turn around and say, this is this is me and my poetry. Right, yeah, I can't and connect that. it to... I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, but connect it to Soiler Aprecio. Yeah. And it's, you know, this is my journalism, this is my poetry, and I don't want to add them together. But I don't have a different name. So my poetry blog name is called Ravines and Timid Dreams Mm -hmm. Um, and um, 
Yeah. It's a Tumblr. I bypass it Tumblr. It is. It is. Yeah. It is Tumblr. And um, I really, I've also, oh, what's the other, the other one which, you know, you just reblog photos is, baby, I can make your hipster. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> so, um, but I made these so many, so long ago. Um, you would not have been friends with me as a teenager. I was way too uncool for you. <laughs> um, but then there was this one, so I had, I think when I first got on the internet, I had these two um very significant personas and one was on this website so michelle paver is a as an author and wrote the a series called the chronicles of ancient darkness and it follows this young boy and his wolf um and basically he's called torak and the wolf is called oh god i can't remember what the wolf is called it doesn't matter but anyway um there was this whole website called torak.info which was um a, like a community where you could like post things and do um like basically put yourself like fan fiction but it was all very clean mm. and you had administrators and things like that and my persona on this um website was called leaf i was leaf but the thing That's is so in order to join this website you had to fax in your <laughs> information and wow. I, I remember i got i was getting i was like Dad, can you help me send this fax? <laughs> oh my god! The like, early day. What year was that? I can't even remember. That sounds something that should be from I my think time. It was about twelve or something. That's um, crazy. So yeah, would fax in the website now doesn't exist. It's like a, just a generic um, website for these books. Mm. But um, I had um, this friend who was called Brown Eyes, and we did a whole series of like basically wrote a novel between us wow yeah um so was it really into no brown eyes now i've got no idea who the person is and i've tried like and this is the thing because the website's not there anymore Mm. i can't go in and have a look yeah i've got the same issue when youtube updated its privacy policy i'd privated a number of videos Mm. um and i can't see them anymore because i don't have those passwords because they were tied because now my youtube is tied to my google account Mm. and um I also Bebo shut down, so I lost all my all of my French yeah. poetry. I lost a humanity, I have to say, because um, <laughs> I mean it was great stuff. <laughs> my seventeen-year-old poetry—it made a lot of sense, and there are a lot of very clever jokes in it. Just for the record, <laughs> just in case we ever kind of find them. Yeah, um, I don't think you will. Otherwise, I wouldn't but, have said that. Yeah, so there was torrent.info, and then there was so Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a an actor, and he's been in Inception and among other things, and. Um, he did this, he created this website, which is a platform for like, it's basically like a production website where you've just got people who produce things. Mm. And that's called Hit Record. And my username on that was called Youth of Human. Now, I don't know if you saw, I sent Leo this, this link. Yeah, I saw it's, your two tumblers. I didn't see this one. Yeah, it's the most embarrassing thing. I couldn't figure out the it's website, the to be honest. It's the most embarrassing thing, I think, because my photo, oh, I can't even describe. So I had this pair of glasses fake glasses which had come in a magazine with like rear view mirrors on them right and what I did is I managed to manipulate the photo so that I would turn so I turned the the rear view mirrors so and the angle of the photo was covering my mouth so it looked like I was doing a like a roar (laughs) okay (laughs) it's the most embarrassing thing um and that was my profile picture for everything i was like this is me kind of cool and like how did i do this photo manipulation and um yeah i worked on this this weird project where he recorded a song and then i did like it joseph gordon levitt oh and wow you've collaborated no (laughs) 
<laughs> not not in the way that you're saying. Um, and uh, it was like I did this version where I wrote like the bits of the song on my hand, and it was like this first stop motion thing I've ever done, and it was really bad. But oh my god, I got so into stop motion. Yeah, and I put it out that. there, and it was like, and then it was like reblogs, and someone was like, I like the way that this these four women. Um, take the meaning of the song and create this thing from it and I was like oh my god this is so cool and yeah. I'm in this community yeah, but yeah. now I'm just I don't have that either so now my online persona is kind of disinterested like th- the issue I have with Twitter is that I try to it's a mixture of very serious journalism mm. and kind of activism stuff mm-hmm. and memes there is no in between and yeah. I think it's difficult to say Hello, potential employers. <laughs> this I think, is me. Like, I've made the choice with Twitter, um, and I'm on there with a pseudonym, which is slightly different spelling of my name, is to just be really serious. Like the other day, I saw an ad for her for for a shampoo brand, and it said it was gluten free. And I, and I texted my girlfriend, being like, "I'm celiac, so I do not eat gluten, and that is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I do not care if my shampoo has gluten in it because I'm not fucking, I'm not eating my shampoo." <laughs> Like, I got so mad. And she's like, that's funny. You should tweet about it. And she does very funny tweets. Her thing is is professional, but her, her writing is very funny. So yeah. having a funny Twitter feed actually helps her career. And um, and I was like, oh, I, I can't. Like, I just posted about refugees. I can't then, like, <laughs> complain about shampoo with with, the, with no wheat in it. Um, so I just didn't. I didn't post it. I think... I think my funny stuff I actually put on the Very Loose Women page sometimes. Yeah, I I find that a lot of the time I will accidentally be on the Very Loose Women page and liking just these random tweets. And yeah. I think, oh my God, okay. But there was like the things that are on my, like I'll, there was a, something I reposted about, you know, of course, sexism in the workplace, mm-hmm. the disadvantage, disadvantages between um, people, um, Black Lives Matter. And then there'll be something right in the middle, <laughs> just right in the middle of it, of like this SpongeBob SquarePants image. Well, that's <laughs> what the internet's for. Um, but yeah, so um, is there a kind of image that you hope to portray? No, I, I think it's a problem that maybe it's been encouraged by the internet and I because I've grown with the internet. Um, I feel very fractured in my identity. And actually, I have this secret blog uh, which is not secret because I'm about to tell you what it is. I've already told you. You've, re- you've seen it. It's called 250 Words Minimum. And in it, I wrote about alter egos, which is what is sort of inspired the show because they mm. showed the poster spoiler. And I have I have all of these identities and I have all of these like online identities and I feel like I am all of them. And it's it's like any human has so many different facets. And when you're online, you're creating a brand and everyone has about eight billion brands you know according to the time of day and you just have to sort of commit to one or two and I think I've got about six or seven mm. of things I like to do of things I'm interested in of and and I'm not sort of super interested in just like being an angry person online yeah. or being a funny person I'm just I'm all of those people and I think we all are would you say that you change I mean you definitely change your image according to certain webs like so yeah. there are my there are friends that follow me on Twitter but I feel very distant to my friends on Twitter. I feel like some of the things I post on Twitter, I'd feel very embarrassed about posting on Facebook. Mm. I think Twitter is um, funny or serious. 
And then Facebook is personal. Like you can't post stuff on Facebook where you're like, I'm really angry at the government because then you look you like, get... like people do that and I just think they look like idiots. Well, they look like idiots. But also if I did that, then I've got like people in my extended family who start like, you know, trolling. Mm. And I'm, I'm just not interested in getting in an argument mm. about like Brexit. I know. When yeah. It's like, why would you get in an argument on Facebook? It's the worst place <laughs> to get that. into an argument. So, so when, when that happens, I just message people. Uh, just because I don't want public forums of debate. And it's the same on Twitter. I mean, I've never had Twitter beef just because if someone says something terrible, if a comment is there, then I just won't respond because I'm just not interested in arguments A lot with of the idiots. times I will unfollow people. Like there was someone the other day who posted something. So the government did something and um, they posted something about that. And I was like, oh, I completely and utterly disagree with that. Instead of creating something... I'm just going to unfollow the person. I guess that's an issue, isn't it, with the echo chambers? Um, that's why I think directly messaging someone whose views are opposed to you, I mean, this is for another show, but um, I think that that's a, that's a helpful way to build a bridge, I think, rather than... Because a public debate means that you have an audience. It's more like a, yeah. a like a, a dogfight. Whereas whereas if you're messaging, then you're both genuinely... You've got no other alternative, like ulterior motive. You're genuinely trying to sort of bring each other over to each other's side, which can't be a bad thing. Okay, so say you can erase everything and then just have one, one yeah. person on the internet that is you. Yeah. What would, it, what would that person look like? What would that person be? Um, I think my internet persona that I feel is most deeply me mm. is the one who draws and makes music. Mm. Um, but that's never going to get me a job. <laughs> so, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, why can't it? Why can't you say this is my... I think there was a lot of the time, um, like, I was told to put on my CV in my interests, like, blogging and then do all of the, like, a link, not a link. I used to do paper. that, and then I realised I wasn't getting jobs, and now <laughs> I do get jobs. But I don't that do might that. not be it, because you have had, you know, yeah, education yeah, yeah, and stuff since then. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Um, you know, well, I stopped doing that. I used to put also my novel on, which was sort of a persona. I, I created, that's where this all started for me, of really creating like fully fredged parts of me. Um, I had a main character. A lot of my main characters when I used to write were fragments of myself plus other bits added. Um, but basically me at snapshots in time, which makes it very interesting for me, no one else to read back over my writing and be like, I was like that then. And that was something that I might have done, but not outwardly, but inwardly. Mm. Um and writing is very personal in that way. But yeah, well, I think, I mean, this is the thing. When I was writing my, my ad for Her Story Personals, yeah. and the the headline I is, right, three words to describe me. And I was like, how do I want to convey myself? And it was, okay, I want to... I want to kind of be this kind of person. I want to be this kind of... I want to come across as cute, but also sweet and possibly kind, but cultural and... Your thing was also perfect. Also not, not too disinterested in politics. And funny. I mean, yeah, basically. Mm. And I just... I mean, I'm glad that you enjoyed it I so loved much. it. I loved but, it. But um, just trying to think of... all That took me so long mm. to figure out and... It seemed to have worked. It did. But, yeah. but yeah. You got a lot more likes than the other people on that page I was checking. <laughs> like, rooting for your girl. Because when, when, after, after you told me about it, I followed her story personals. And then when other people, when other posts came up, I was like, why are they advertising that one? I just want Soyla's. <laughs> just want Soyla. Soyla story personals. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, yeah, um, you know, I think that's, that's us on the internet. And we are on Twitter. 
Yes, at VLW Radio. <laughs> well, our persona is, a, I think the VLW Radio is a mixture of my and your persona. Yeah, and, and also it's somewhere where I have to have my full name because residents asked us for that. So, <laughs> um, where you can find Leo's Twitter from there and you can yeah. find mine as well. Um, but yes, you've been listening to Leo and Soiler of Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. We do have a podcast um, where you can listen to previous episodes of the show. Um, that's over on acast.com forward slash Very Loose Women or on iTunes podcast. You can just give us a search. Um, you can follow our antics, views and all things internet related via our Twitter at VLW Radio. And um, that was where, as I said, you can take a peek at myself and Leo's personal personas through there. We have an exciting next couple of episodes coming up here. We've got a lot, a lot planned. Um, We're joined next week by LGBT rights charity Stonewall. We're going to be talking about bisexuality. Um, We are joined by um, a charity um, called Key for Life, who run workshops to support vulnerable people. We've also got um, guest producer Florrie and Justice for Grenfell campaigner Tasha to talk about her work as an activist. And we're also going to have the LGBT Community Centre coming on to talk about the fundraising that they're doing um, for a community centre in London. So um, it's a very packed um, next couple of shows from Very Loose Women. And, you know, we we look forward to sharing them with you. I really do, actually. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yep. So the song you heard at the beginning of the show was called Dial Up. It's by Childish Gambino and it's on his album Because the Internet. And the song that we're going to play out to is um, Smiley Faces by Niles Barkley. And this is from St. Elsewhere. Good night. But what did you do? What did you say? Or did you walk or did you run away? Where are you?